0: Welcome back, everyone, to episode number 165 of Stream of Thought. And today we start off by talking about America's pastime. No, not baseball, football. In addition to the other most controversial topic that you could think of, politics. And yes, we do have to touch on this very briefly, but it's an important conversation to have about what's going on in the executive branch and what's going on with the
1: election coming up in November. And speaking of what's going on. Crisp, cool fall weather, leaves changing colors and hitting the ground. Ricks and I just reminisce on what it's been like to grow up in the Midwest and how I'm going to be traveling back in a few short weeks to try and just capture some of that fall essence. And we also talk a little bit about YouTube and Ricks' other podcast called Recalled from Police to Priest and just the direction they're taking and things that they're doing. So with that being said, episode number 165 of Stream of Thought. We hope you enjoy.
0: Right, and he's the goat already, right? Greatest of all time. Six Super Bowl rings. No one compares. He's already cemented his legacy in in football, but I think that he just wanted this, like, extra achievement to show I can win a Super Bowl on a team without Bill Belichick. I think that's kind of where he's
1: coming from. Florida weather sounds better than weather in boston too winters oh
0: true that yeah
1: sure. although
0: although new uh new england is tom brady's type of personality he is he is uh they still love him there too new england still
1: they understand he has to do his own thing but yeah dude i already don't care about my fantasy team
0: <laughs> oh my god that's all my brother talks I stopped, about these i days. stopped
1: caring about i was really into it last year and I lost my first game, lost my second game, lost my third game. So I'm like, yeah, I'm done. I don't give a shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think my brother is either two and one or three and zero oh right now. So, so does the still...
1: fantasy talk um, take priority over the video game updates, yeah. or? Yes, one hundred percent. And then does he try and slip in the video game updates, or is he uh, exhausted after the fantasy that? The video game updates have kind of taken the back burner, and you don't really hear too much about it.
0: I feel like this is a leading question. You know my. You know he'll he'll talk as long as he can. So <laughs>
1: I didn't know that. There is no. I kind of had a feeling, but I didn't know. Um, there is no.
0: There. Yeah, you gotta you gotta shut off the spigot at some point, but yeah, it's a never ending
1: stream. Dude. Side note. So completely unrelated to all of this, uh, have my last roll of toilet paper on the. Wheel thing before I need to go out and buy more. I haven't bought toilet paper it since COVID started, right? Like I had this toilet. I had these. Uh, I had some of this toilet paper that I had the one the type that I have right now, and then I bought a couple. I didn't buy like a crazy amount. I just live by myself, but for, for six months though. And
0: how many how many rolls would you say you had at your max storage? Uh, Fourteen or
1: fifteen rolls. I have no idea because. I bought two packs two 12 packs of toilet paper and uh, the stuff that I have right now uh, it's it's funny because it's super high quality <laughs> and the stuff that I bought oh, really? was just like regular stuff and uh, and so I because I bought it uh, right when the whole thing started so I just like grabbed whatever I could and now it's like whoa been missing out i've used this the regular stuff so long that i forgot how great the quality stuff is that i have and i always try uh the reason why i get the well it's bet i like it better but too i like to be very uh i like when it comes to like the bathroom i like to be a little bit extra fancy and i do this thing where like i judge other people's bathrooms as well as restaurants so for my bathroom I have to have like the be- the highest quality toilet paper, like the the best toothpaste, the best smelling soap, you know the uh, the best shampoo and conditioner soaps. I make sure the toilet water is blue. Sometimes I have like those little oil s- sticks, you know. Not to get
0: graphic or anything like that, but what is the ratio of toilet paper? like, squares that you use? Because I know some people get really anal about, <laughs> things, about about this sort of thing, where it's like they only use one, two, or three squares at the most, As like, oh, Bro, man. Bro, I, I use as the, much I as I need. Oppos-
1: I am not shy. <laughs> I don't grab a whole wad full, but I <laughs> am definitely using as much as I need. We did this actually once in... So when we started high school, like, do you remember we had to be there for a day before I think classes actually started? And that was one of the questions. And they, uh, or what they said was they pass around toilet paper and they're like, grab however many squares you think you would use. Oh, I remember this. And it's like, what the hell? So some people would grab like two pieces. Some people would grab, you know, seven or eight, you know. And then it was, okay, now – That's how many things you need to tell us about yourself. That's what they were going with. But it was funny because people aren't... It's just a strange subject matter. And I think one goofy-ass kid used, like, 12 or 15, but there were definitely some people that were just like, I'm only grabbing one. I'm not divulging that information.
0: That is way too much information for that age group to be divulging to other people, but... Also, super awkward kind of thing to spring on kids too. Oh, surprise! You know, like the shy kid grabs nine or ten pieces. Oh, suddenly now they have to tell their whole right. life
1: story. <laughs> it's like, come on. But I don't know how many I use. Six? I have no idea. Because I don't think I don't think about how many squares I'm grabbing. I don't think it's just a it's just a grab grab and go. I just want to make sure
0: that I'm clean when I leave. <laughs> like that's. Literally, and I am a little neurotic when it comes to that, so yes, I I tend to use probably
1: about three times as much toilet paper as the average person, I would say. I'm trying to think what else I have. I'm just thrown off and I feel like, uh, not tired, but I'm just like lagging right now.
0: Well, speaking of feeling thrown off, bro, I mean, I, I know that we were discussing the whole, uh... Trump situation from our last podcast. My oh my! I know we were texting back and forth in regards to.
1: Oh uh, yeah, uh,
0: and I I I I I I sent you a picture, but like prior to that, I was uh, I was talking to my mom on Friday when the news had broken, and or Thursday night or whatever. But in the morning when I saw her, I was like, you know what? I am surprised by how surprised I am that Trump got COVID. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, of all the crazy things that I could have anticipated, like, leading up to the election, this was probably number 10, 11, 12 on my list of crazy possible things that could have happened. Because he's a germaphobe. So you would think that he, in addition to all the protocols taking place around him, that, uh, would be fine. But... It was one of those things where after it happened, I'm just like, this is so surreal. And, you know, I, I don't think anybody really wants this to happen. But if he were to to pass away from COVID, like, that would be the ultimate, like, fuck you to 2020, I feel like. Where it, like just, <laughs>
1: it's
0: like, yep, yep, culmination of the year. There's been a lot of funny so, memes y- about that. Really, yeah. I I have not been on social media. I, I feel like that would be a very toxic place to be right now, because I sent you that picture. Yes, uh, yesterday. Yes, as I was. I
1: saw that heading. To- I could not believe there there was a prayer. I could not believe, and then I stopped and thought to myself, Victor, you should not be surprised. So a little a little background, and to be totally transparent,
0: I was not close enough to see what the actual um like description, but I did see, I did see a sign that had Trump like on it, like a handheld sign, but there was, uh, by, by my house, there's a little park and it, it's right by a mini commercial area. And there were probably about two dozen people there. I want to say with banners and signs and stuff like that. Pray the rosary, uh, pray, pray for our leader, pray for the country. And I think I'm, I'm 80% 5% uh sure that this was a prayer vigil for Donald Trump that just took up spontaneously and i think part of my certainty comes from the fact that a lot of elderly people right now are freaking out and in my mom's circle she has a lot of stuff that she's dealing with other people who are who are trump supporters or who are republicans or whatever and the panic that she says is in their voice and the the anguish that they're feeling of having to uh, deal with an invincible leader coming down with the most contagious <laughs> virus that we have out there right now is just—it it, is—it is as surreal as probably any other part of this year so far. But it is—it was wild. It was—it was very wild, and it wasn't really a nice day out. It was kind of cold out, little little drizzly, and yet, uh, yeah, it's it's organized the dear leader the dear leader's in trouble the one who it's like uh, what King, Kim Jong-un or whatever they always uh, pretend that he is Superman oh, right. invincible and then suddenly when he is, he falls ill radio silence or at least saying he's in perfect health yes. he's just uh, he's doing something important yes. right now so you can't see him so yeah does um, uh,
1: does DuPage County all uh, does it always go red Or does it ever go blue?
0: We have transitioned in the past, like, two election cycles, so past four years or whatever. It's gone from a pretty consistent Republican district now to the—it's the 6th Congressional District. So it's like the the burbs, like DuPage County, etc. To, in the past two election cycles, it is shifting, like most of the suburbs throughout the country, shifting in the Democratic direction at least under the Trump administration. They may flip back after there's a new Republican as the leader of the Republican Party, but for the time being, uh, white, highly educated, um, and relatively immersive community. So it's like, yeah, I, you know, you you have you have reality and alternative reality. Most of the people in DuPage County live in reality. And so as a result, they're kind of forced to engage with some of the really bad things that are going on under this particular governance. So, yeah. It's it shift. And I think it'll stay that way for another cycle
1: or two. I, um, I finished watching that documentary I was telling you about, The Social Dilemma. And, mm. dude, you have to watch right. it. The second half is pretty intense. Uh, which is great. And then I'm a mid- I'm in the middle right now of another one on Netflix called, what was it? It's about voting. Whose vote counts? One of the, from the Explained series. Do you ever watch that? Oh, wait, you said you don't have Netflix. I don't have Netflix, but I've heard of it. It's great because it's got a bunch of information that's from this year. So it was produced sometime this year because you see people talking about the pandemic and wearing masks and Leonardo DiCaprio is the narrator, but they talk about the history of voting and the things that were done to try and suppress people's voting rights, just things, you know, fine print, I can't remember when it was, but they're saying how, like, Florida restored voting rights to a bunch of people that served uh, – that were in prison. Felons. Yes. Felons. For felons. Yes. And then – so they get their voting rights restored, but then uh, people write in fine print like, oh, well, you can vote then, but you have to pay all of your court fees, everything before you can. So it's like, OK, well, they have it, but now they don't. And so they talked yep. about just stuff like that, the history of voting – from the time that we started voting in the 1700s through now, which is very interesting. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it is very interesting. Just as a as a
0: student of history, and not to get too like boring or historical, um, that it, it was very interesting that at the at the outset of the country, right after the American Revolution, that um, African Americans were not seen as um, Sub, or I think it was prior to the, the Declaration of Independence. But in America, black slaves and white slaves were seen in the same... They were indentured servants, basically. And it came to a thing where it was the, the rich and powerful, more or less, the people who were in control of all the money and social influence that were able to convince the white indentured servitudes servants that they were superior to these black indentured servants and over the course of time, through court rulings and through laws and other things that you had this disparity and you had um, black the black community and the white poor white community kind of on the same level, and they basically pitted against it's these it's these black these African people coming to your country that are taking things from you in the same way that we see minorities are coming across the the Mexican border taking things from you. It's the same message over and over again where it's it's a fear of losing what uh what people don't actually have but unfortunately you know the the educational and critical thinking resources that these communities are lacking cause them to fall into that trap over and over again and it's one of those things where history repeats itself and you see the same thing right now where you have a lot of these super poor white communities in the south especially that are getting plagued by the coronavirus and the death tolls are significantly higher in those areas because they don't have the resources and yet they're being told it's it's minorities and Democrats and the gays that are all causing these problems. And yeah, it is it is it is what it is. I mean, the best that you can probably do is to show humanity uh, <laughs> in the face of some of that stuff. But it, it is so peculiar to me it's always very interesting to watch how that unfolds because people will vote against their own self-interest
1: and that is something we see over and over again dude when it comes you gotta to watch it. this oh, i keep <laughs> i get so i'm like dude you just gotta watch this documentary oh yeah there's no netflix you don't have <laughs> netflix but you got the prime
0: i can i can i mean i have i have my methods yeah. of being able to
1: but no to you, watch it's
0: something like that
1: it's great because again it 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 talks about voting, but it goes deeper than that, too. It talks about things that you were just mentioning, which I always find very well, quip- interesting because then it's little things like that when I'm, you know, whenever – our last episode we were talking about being unplugged, right? And when growing up in the U.S., you were, you're, were you know, told America, freedom, the greatest country on earth. We're so superior to everyone else. We help everybody. There's nothing wrong with propaganda, America. Propaganda, yes. man. And so propaganda. then I read these things or I learn these things about the U.S. And then I'm like, oh, now I understand why, you know, I don't agree with their methods, but I understand now why people in other parts of the world will scream death to America. I get it now. I'm starting to see the bigger picture. But I mean, we've talked a few. Well, and it,
0: it, in, in that sense, too, right? patriotism first of all i'm a christian first so that that supersedes any any uh country origin allegiance but bro i will say for as much critique as i have of the american uh system and the history that we have i'm proud to be an american man like it it helps that i'm a a white straight male in a middle class household so that always makes things a little easier to swallow but yeah i mean i love american
1: culture high the high five (laughs) Baywatch, <laughs> you know, Rocky, The middle finger, Rocky,
0: <laughs> yeah, uniquely American thing. Yep. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it is. It is very interesting. But I don't know. We're we're gonna see. We're gonna see what the next uh, next month brings. By the way, you're coming to? Uh, are you still planning on coming back to Chicago? I will uh, be there in the next couple of weeks. I believe. I, I will be there October twenty first. What? Tell me, tell me your uh, your thoughts on because you're taking you're taking uh, the airplane, like air travel, right? Yes, I'm fine. (sighs) Boy, oh boy, oh boy! So, uh, what are you thinking about that having to go to an airport? Fuck! I'm just
1: gonna wear my mask and get on the plane. Like, you know me. I'll just wear my mask the whole time. I'm gonna be on the plane. I'll be cool. I am not (laughs) fearful for any reason. So uh,
0: I have the the exact opposite reaction. I don't know. I I told you about my wedding out in
1: Jersey, right? We I just did it. got – recently. Did it get canceled? Did you did it get canceled? Or you went, but everyone it's was st- wearing masks. Still on, or? dude. It's, oh it's right. The- yes. Now I remember. It. Yes, I was confusing you you your story with something that Father Joe had said one time, where I think he did a wedding and everyone was wearing their masks. Uh, but you mentioned that it was still on, and that you have to self quarantine there for two weeks, right? So I haven't so I have not told you
0: my update to that because I think that my parents and I found a workaround. And so as opposed to because they do still have the quarantine. Dude, don't
1: tell me you're going to drive there.
0: I am going to drive there. I am renting a car and driving from Chicago, Illinois to Newark,
1: New Jersey. That is such a Midwestern thing to do damn right and i am instead of taking an airplane steel in my spot driving 14 16 20 hours when you can just get on a flight that's like an hour and a half two hours long
0: it's a 13 hour drive it is so much safer and i would feel so much safer Fuck that than having to go to the airport with hundreds of other people in a tightly confined space people removing their headphones like there's going to be particles all over in the air. And I just, I do not feel putting either Joe or my parents when I come back in that position. And so I'm like, fuck it. I've got, there's a church in Pennsylvania that's probably uh, like nine or ten hours into the drive. I can probably stay over there at night, stay quarantined from everyone else, not have to worry Where's about this interacting. church, just
1: a random church or one that's associated with?
0: Yeah, it's, it's part of, I've been there. Um, oh, you've it, been there, it's, okay. Yeah, yeah, some, some of our ministerial colleagues. Got so it,
1: okay.
0: I haven't checked there, but again, dude, like, we're looking at a second spike, so I don't... Part of the reason, too, why I prefer driving over flying is because if we're looking at a second spike, New York's talking about shutting down again, New Jersey's talking about shutting down again, like, if there's a lockdown and I have a plane ticket booked, yeah, I can switch the date, but I'm still stuck with a plane ticket that I probably wouldn't be able to use for another freaking six months or whatever and then have to find an alternative method anyway if i'm driving through i can probably skate by all of those um checkpoints and not have to worry about uh, like having to sign papers saying that i'm going to quarantine for 14 days and go from there
1: so you don't want to uh take a bus that way you don't have to worry about driving with a bunch of other people oh yeah <laughs> fuck no I didn't, even, I didn't even know what i was saying I, okay yeah that, that's like duh. drink some more water that man. was like you gotta get no, hydrated dude, your, that your was like is- in college one time when our internet was always being fucked up and uh the guy who was like the internet person in our house one time at a chapter meeting he's like all right the wi-fi should be fixed now i got bought a new router blah 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 if for any reason your internet's acting up or it's freezing just send me an email it's like duh we can't send you an email and tell you the internet's fucked up if the internet's fucked up to send you an email just get on a bus <laughs> dude it didn't even like occur to me <laughs> and a
0: bus too. and a bus trip takes about 26 hours so it's about double the length to, to try so even if it wasn't like whatever i mean i've fucking taken greyhound megabus all of those things very very unpleasant experiences at the very least with driving I can kind of control the circumstances around yes. me and that's yeah 13 so.
1: hours are you going to get it done in one you can do 13 hours in one day I could. that's what I yes. did when I drove to Denver but you got to be real uh, fucking careful near the end because you'll get fatigued and you'll start maybe hallucinating a little bit <laughs> I Wait, fucking God. what, dude? I'm not saying not like hallucinating, like you're seeing things that aren't there, but like at night when you're driving and the headlights hit like the green highway signs that tell you, you know what I'm saying, like 80 East, you know those things, like they start they right. start to look a little bit blurry, and it's extremely dangerous. Well, you you drove your car
0: from uh, Chicago to LA, right? Yes. When you left, yeah. So what was you? You stopped right. That was what a twenty-hour
1: drive. Uh, so Chicago to Denver was thirteen hours. I, th- I think it took me for I, I can't remember. I think I got there in fourteen hours
0: because oh, really? I stopped.
1: I only stopped twice. So I think I, but uh, anyway, that was like a thirteen-hour drive, and then Denver to Las <clears throat> Vegas was eleven hours. And then Las Vegas to LA was like four, I think, or three or four. I don't know.
0: Yeah, because it's it's like a it's like a thousand miles or whatever, and so I figure my gas tank's probably about three hundred fifty. So that's that's two refills. So when is this wedding? when I leave? Uh, it's the day after my birthday, November twentieth. Oh, okay, got it. Yeah, so I I am hoping to get there. And this is the thing too; it's gonna be mid November. Who the hell knows? What the, like, if there's going to be a blizzard, if there's going to be, like, icy roads. Are you renting roads. a
1: car, or are you renting an SUV with four-wheel drive? That's a good question. Haven't really thought about that yet.
0: Um, I would I highly over-
1: recommend the SUV with four-wheel drive in the event that you catch snowfall.
0: Yeah, that's, uh, I'm going to be monitoring the weather. But luckily, because it's not a flight, I have the flexibility of, like, two-week kind of buffer period where I can kind of change it depending on what the Mm -hmm. weather outlook looks like but that's not a bad idea i kind of like the the four-wheel drive idea because i do not want to be on icy roads with a rental car that doesn't have that dude
1: the fucking my toyota corolla sucks in the snow just absolutely horrible
0: and well yeah, and I remember going up to Minnesota in that Volkswagen Beetle, I think I've shared that before, oh, where right. that, there yeah. was a fucking ice storm, and I literally did about uh, four 360s in the middle of an expressway, and slid off into the ditch,
1: No, and I, I
0: never I didn't know told you any that. of
1: this, I yeah, did this not was, know that.
0: This was during uh, Brooks and Angie's wedding back in 2014, I want to say, so like six years ago. And I drove up with the uh, drove up from Chicago to Minneapolis, and this was when the ice storm was taking place. And when we got into Minnesota, or I got into Minnesota, I was driving by myself. First of all, the Volkswagen Beetle is not the most reliable car if you're driving on slippery surfaces whatsoever. Nope. But then, about uh, uh, 45 minutes outside of the city, the entire expressway just became a sheet of ice, and that was when there was like. It was one of those things where it rained it like was was raining and snowing and sleeting and then the negative 10 degree weather came in and just froze everything over to a lake of ice and i was like well the weddings this weekend i'm a groomsman um i've got to get there and ended up uh i was driving i was probably only going about 35 miles an hour on a 65 70 mile an hour highway and just as soon as the traction started going my car wiggled, 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 and suddenly spin, 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 spin. Like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, and then flew off into a ditch. But luckily, and I am so grateful for this, because my phone had just lost power. So I had no phone charger, no phone, careened off into a snowbank on the side of the highway, and luckily, these two guys in a pickup truck ended up stopping off on the other side of the expressway coming over and helping me push me out back on to the expressway and i continued my way without having to like call uh the AAA oh, wow. service or anything like that so and so were, yeah just
1: three the three of you were able to push the volkswagen out of the ditch even with yep. all the snow and ice, it's
0: it's a fucking light car, man. Yeah,
1: I mean, it, <laughs>
0: and 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 I was I was in a way too where my tire was kind of on; it had dug into a gravel, so there was a little bit of friction, enough for me to push the car up. But uh, probably probably one of the more uh, terrifying experiences in my my life. Uh, I'm just glad that there were no other cars around me because, bro, it was you. I just totally lost control. It was literally an ice rink. And my
1: Volkswagen was the hockey puck. Something similar happened to me when I was in Indianapolis and I was driving. I think I was driving from Indianapolis back home. I was uh, on a stretch of road because when I would drive to get to the I would drive for maybe like 20 minutes or so just to get to the highway. But these roads that I'm on, it's just a two lane road like you're driving and you can see for miles because it's just like a farm here a farm there and all this open land and so these cars when you're driving on these roads you're driving like 70 miles an hour and there's like no reason to drive any slower because it's just it's a big old open road anyway i'm driving my car i'm not driving that fast but i'm driving my car and there's snow on the ground but it was like where the where the tires it was got to the point where 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 the tires hit the road there's no snow but there's just a little bit of snow buildup that would be underneath the car or in the middle of the road you know what i'm saying right do you really know what i'm saying or you don't not okay especially. so you know how when you okay so let's say let's say there's a fresh blanket of snow on a road right yes. let's say it's not that much snow maybe just two or three inches as cars are driving on the road, over time, naturally, snow is going to build up in the middle oh. and directly underneath where the car is because there's right. no tires to crush the snow and to melt it with friction. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. anyway, I'm driving and I'm changing lanes. And so, my tires, as I'm going over to the next lane, because instead of uh, seeing you know, the dotted dashed line, it's almost just like a little bit of snow the whole way, a line of snow. And so when my tires caught a little bit of that snow, my car sp- uh, started to spin. And it spun, I think it just spun one time or one and a half times. But the way that the road was is that on the sides, it was just a mild dip. But thank goodness it wasn't steep enough where I would have been stuck. So I was able to I was able to just drive back off. But I was like, holy cow, that was close! Like, imagine if there was an oncoming truck or something like that. There was a car behind me that had slowed down enough where it didn't hit me. But dang, that was close.
0: Dude, I feel I feel like that's a that's a Midwestern thing that people who have never lived in the Midwest for more than a couple of winters can't fully appreciate the. I mean, dude, even in the suburbs, in Glen Ellen, right, and the surrounding suburbs, like, once you had those horrendous winters, then kind of, you never knew what to expect driving, and I feel like we all have these kind of precautions in the Midwest, whereas in any other region, you, you come to a place like ours where there's the snow and maybe, maybe a little layer of ice underneath or maybe the snow's built up to create like a layer of ice, they have no idea how to, to navigate those, uh, that craziness. I can't imagine how it would be living in a place like uh, Colorado or Utah or anything like that. Where it's they have way better. That
1: it is? It's, it's way better because the snow melts. It doesn't get to like negative 15 degrees. Fuck. It'll I'm it could snow a bunch and then it could be like you have a bunch of snow and then by the end of the day it melts and it's like sixty-five degrees outside. They have they have also strange winters, but it's a lot more uh, user friendly out there than it is in the Midwest.
0: <laughs> where where it where it stays in the negatives, Dude, for like it's weeks such a pain in the
1: ass when it, there's so much snow, it is impossible for the for, for those uh, plow trucks to get it all right they go over your road within a half hour it looks like they were never there yep or there's so much snow right that as a result you know you can shovel your driver at the sidewalk the best that you can but there's no way it's all going to get gone and so or disappear or melt i should say or whatever and so then because you're tired because your car is driving over the snow it packs it down and then the next day is you know 10 degrees, 15 degrees colder than it was when it snowed. And so now you have this sheet of ice that is not going anywhere until you have a miraculous day that is, you know, 40 degrees. Yeah. It's remarkable. I, I
0: still, I still don't understand.
1: And the fact too,
0: that in the Midwest, not only does it get down into the negative tens, 20s, but you can also get up in the summer to the hundreds, 110s. It's like, we literally have the catalyst for both the warmest and coldest
1: weather probably in the country. I, Dude, I, it, it is wild. How it, it gets swings. hot out here the other day again okay so get this. So the other day it was uh, 100 degrees on Wednesday it was but the crazy thing is I am in more pain in the Midwest when it's you know 90 95 degrees because of the humidity than here when it's 100 degrees or 105. <laughs> it's a dry heat, yeah. No, it's, it's not dry, but it's just no. uh, dude the humidity is just fucking kills you. Um but I will say this the reason I'm coming back home is because uh, I told Kyle I was Well, he said this one time, I remember when I was living b- back home, he vis- he came back to town in October and it, he's like, "Dude, it rained a couple days." And he's like, "Dude, it feels so good to see rain." And I was like, oh, "Okay, whatever." But one of the reasons I'm coming back home is because I need a break from the sunshine and warm weather. I need to recharge Wait, my.
0: Whoa! I whoa, need to recharge. Whoa. I just.
1: I need. I need. I need to get. I need to get a little bit of fall. It's. I should say this. I should say this. It's. I'm not tired of sunshine. I love it, but in the back of my brain, I'm thinking, "Oh." Fall. I know what fall weather is growing up in the Midwest. I want to experience some of that. There's this a joy. Will, this there, will still a be here when joy. I come back. It's still going to be 70. You know, It's not 70 right now, but it will be between 65 and 75 on a regular basis in the winter here. Sometimes it gets a little bit cooler. Sometimes it gets a little hotter. This isn't going anywhere. But the Midwest, you have this small window of time where the weather is so perfect, so crisp so beautiful before winter arrives there's and like, it's just yeah. waiting until spring.
0: And I think that you are, you are probably going to make the perfect timing too. We, we're starting to see some of the, the early trees start turning uh, a little orange, but even those trees aren't fully orange yet. So, so it it is just starting right now. I'm guessing there's probably another three weeks for it to, depending on how cold it ends up getting. But bro, there is nothing like a midwest fall where you've got that like week to two weeks or whatever of just perfect. I mean, not just perfect weather, but the beautiful scenery of all the leaves changing colors. I mean, that's, I think, I think in my heart, that's probably why I love the midwest so much is because of the, the beauty of the seasons and fall by far is my favorite season. Yeah. Especially in the midwest.
1: Yeah. I love when, uh, when it's, When the mornings are cool and crisp, I, I don't mind a 35 degree morning, but I do love those days when it's 35 degrees in the morning, but it slowly works its way up to, you know, 55 for the rest of the day. So you get that cool, crisp morning, but you're not dealing with the cold weather for the entire day per se, but you can wear some layers and it's cool enough. The weather is well, is balanced well enough where if you want to, you can bundle up a little bit, wear a few layers but if you need to, you can just remove several layers and just be still walking outside with, like, a long sleeve shirt and be okay and then just throw the sweatshirt back on later. You know it's my wonderful. philosophy.
0: Yeah. My, my philosophy is you can always get warmer. You can yeah. never get colder. Like, you can, always, <laughs> you can always put on more layers, but there's only a certain amount of layers that you can remove before it becomes uh, inappropriate. So. Well,
1: when I'm driving around doing stuff, I think to myself, like, man, it's uh, it is hot out today. It's getting warm. It's like – because I'm not really doing anything. – I'm not putting a lot of physical effort into my day. I'm just like driving around. I get out of my car. I get back in my car. I'm in the sun for maybe five minutes and then I walk inside and then I walk back outside to go do But it's like why Why am I getting a little bit warm or sweat? Ricks would not like this. Ricks would fucking hate this. I would hate this so much. Because again, the other day, I get to, it gets to the point where it's like I take a shower in the middle of the day real quick just to feel clean because it's not like I'm – I don't sweat very easily but I just feel warm and like when I'm walking around, my feet feel dirty from having flip-flops on and I hate having the feeling of dirty hands or dirty feet. And my, um, my uh, dad told me too that sometimes when he was in – because he would sometimes spend the summer in Veracruz, which is ex- extremely humid because it's right off the Gulf, where he's like, yeah, sometimes I'd take three showers in a day just to feel clean
0: three showers
1: I, in a day just to you know to hit the reset button you know me man i i freaking hate feeling sweaty dirty
0: anything like that so the the cool the cool and cold weather is kind of my solve because I have high metabolism, so every time I go outside, if I ever get kind of warm or stuff, I just go outside, raise my hands, allow all the heat just to and that's probably the coolest part too, is when you see the steam just rising off oh, of yeah. your body. Oh, it's such a beautiful experience to be like, Yes, let Mother Nature be my natural air
1: conditioning. Yeah. Yeah. It's for sure. awesome. I love too, it's uh because when I think of fall, I think of also people – I mean I have not been to a Glombard West High School football game probably since 2012. Maybe oh. even earlier than that. Okay. No, no, no. That's too – maybe 2009. I don't know. I remember – I know I've been to one at least one time since graduating from – College, I think, so maybe 2010 or 11. I don't know, but anyway, what I'm saying is, again, a part of the uh, the feeling of fall. I see people gathering, you know, in downtown Glen Ellen, walking around, getting breakfast somewhere, going to the football game. The football game, they have their thermos of apple cider or hot cocoa or whatever. Everyone's just enjoying themselves. Apples, cinnamon in the air, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I walked into a store the other day and I I caught a whiff of those cinnamon brooms, you know that you can put in the house. Oh to yeah. Fill the, and it's and it's weird because it's like I smell the fall and I think of fall, but I'm in an environment that's just sunshine and palm trees everywhere, so it throws me off a little bit.
0: There there is something about the the crisp to the air along with a hot apple cider. And uh, maybe going uh, pumpkin patch hunting or something like that, where it's like, you know, you've you've got you've got both the atmosphere and all of the accessories to what makes a what makes what you would think is a typical fall uh, day. I was like, oh, I love that so much. And that's the thing, too. When I was out in the East Coast, I missed that. I was like, East Coast is very different from a Midwest fall. And for me, nothing beats a Midwest fall. Not East How is Coast, the East Coast so.
1: different? Huh? How is the East Coast different?
0: Uh, it's I don't know. I mean, well, okay. So Upper East Coast, you've got the apple picking and stuff like that. But it becomes it. It's like this cult thing because in Manhattan, it's all city. So obviously, you're going to see some of the trees turning. Central Park's beautiful when it turns and all that. But it's still middle of a city. It's not open space. It's you got don't it. have the same got clean it. air vibe. Just the you, you breathe in that crisp 45-degree uh, mm. air. It's just like, ah, oh, yes, as opposed to into New York. It's just like, oh, yep, that's the smog of New York City. Yeah, so got it. Okay. That's, that's, that's cool. But, yeah, and then everyone always goes up to, like, New Hampshire or Vermont to do apple picking and stuff like that. It becomes this huge event, whereas in the Midwest, it's what we live. I mean, it's not a special occasion. We don't have to go anywhere. We just have to walk outside. It's like, Yep. Here we sunny are. Sunny
1: Acres. You ever been to it's Sunny Acres? Sunny
0: Acres, man. That was a family tradition for the longest time. It was the, what, what, that, they had the, uh, they had the harvest ride or something like that where they took you through a cornfield. Yeah. And you had the, uh, I the think they had picking. a haunted house. They had a haunted house. Yeah. That, that stuff is fun, man. I, I love it. I love it. But, yeah. Uh, and then uh, switching gears a little bit, I don't know if you had anything else on <laughs> our our assessment of uh, of fall in the middle. No, no, not at the moment. Um, yeah, just kind of wrap things up. I don't know if you had anything else actually. No. This is kind of a this is kind of a, a bottom of the barrel type of okay thing that I'm thinking about. So uh, you know that uh, Joe and I have been doing the St. Joseph Mission podcast, the the police to priest thing on doing yes. live stream now. And it has been a very fascinating experience. First of all, we renamed it. Uh, we renamed it Recalled to Service or it's rec- right re- – I don't know what to
1: make of this. Wait, wait wait, so- wait, 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 wait. I thought we had this discussion how we were sitting here one time, how it should be renamed, this and that, that and this. And then we had this moment where we were like, wait a minute. whoa, 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 whoa. We don't need to rename it because Joe is back on board for a weekly basis. The only reason that prompted the name change was because he was going to be gone for most of the time. But now that he would be back, we can just keep it police to priest. That that
0: was the initial uh, idea. And then I talked with Joe. And he's going to – I mean obviously he's still going to be back every week. But, but he has uh, been – Very uh, enthusiastic is probably the best way to put it about wanting to change the title so that it reaches out to more people than law enforcement and ministry. And so right now the plan is for we now have the YouTube channel and we're streaming there every Thursday, which is great. It's a, a new experience. We got our first dislike, so that that's cool. That means we're, we're reaching new audiences. You got to
1: get your second when I see the
0: new name. Click. So we hey, we renamed it. We're st- we're still right now. This is a process. It's a process. We're gonna see what works. I got I'm, you. I got I'm an you. analytical person. So what what we're what we're renaming it is now recalled colon from police to priest. So it, it's okay. kind of that middle recalled. line where you still have please, please. the... And we can just call it recalled for the time being. Get the Google Analytics up to par. Make sure that it, it transfers over properly, all of that. Um, I'm not a huge fan of changing names after we start. I mean, I, I couldn't even think of renaming Stream of Thought. I mean, that would just no be way. absurd to me. But, uh, yeah, with a situation like this, I think to myself, okay, well... We're, I mean, why not try it? Because right now we have, I think we have at this point, like 15 subscribers. Uh, currently, we've been doing it for two weeks and not really pring it at all. So We called from police to I can see that. You know, it is what it is. So I spent yesterday redoing the logo and all that um, and trying to get the, the YouTube are you, channel. Are you,
1: are you going to stick with the, the notes that I gave you? Do you remember when we were talking about the cross and the colors or is it going to stay the same it's it for the time being it's going to stay the same
0: i mean we don't really have the resources to be able to do too what much. is it
1: microsoft paint just click the bucket click you know what i'm saying Oh, yeah, yeah i don't know i mean whatever recall it's, it's not from it's, not a, it's not a huge
0: deal on my end but it's one of those things where i think to myself oh man because my biggest fear and the reason why i bring this up it's not to talk about the podcast itself even though can't believe that i didn't tell you that we we had changed that title name the reason why i brought that up is <laughs> you shake your head the reason why i brought that up is uh the fear of exposing ourselves to the wider youtube internet community because i don't know if you remember when we were doing straight up and had that channel and did i was a there of i do remember <laughs> that, <laughs> I'm talking about the feedback that we got. Uh, okay, okay. From those channels, where uh, I don't remember. We would. I mean, we would do everything right. I would put in the right tags, descriptions, like all the keywords that could get us out there. And then there were a couple of episodes that ended up getting onto the wrong threads. So, like when Neil and I were doing race to 100 or something, that we would say something like. Um, like, Black Lives Matter, comma, Blue Lives Matter, or something like that. Or, and then like, would get Knife,
1: it. and then it takes the word knife and shows it to people that are all about knives or guns or something like that, right? That is the
0: best way to
1: describe it. <laughs> yes,
0: <Yeah. laughs> totally. And so, here, I want to, just knowing from past experiences, I want to be as transparent as possible. And I know there's going to be haters out there, there's going to be trolls and stuff like that, who don't like... Uh, Christians who don't like Catholics who don't like progressive Christian Catholics and who don't like, um, you know whatever it is that we're trying to say love, compassion, there are people who are going to be antagonistic towards that I think to myself, oh man, I hope that we grow slowly enough that uh, we don't get a hold of some of those more insidious components of the YouTube community because, man if we show up on the wrong thread of like A white supremacist group or something like that our channel is fucked I mean straight-up fucked I mean we it, it it all depends on where our content is shown in the future and so for me my biggest fear is ending up in the wrong hands the the wrong recommendations of those that will clearly find a way to destroy our channel and at a nascent stage as we are right now it's entirely possible
1: you're a little too fearful. Just go with it. Don't worry about it until it happens. If it happens, bro,
0: it is what it is, and I accept
1: that. Uh, I I would like
0: to I would like to grease the path though and make it as least uh, complicated as it could possibly be. But okay, I you know, gotcha. Yeah. As as we as I have my fucking dryer, my my
1: family's doing laundry right
0: now, so I can't there's going it. to be noise in the background. So I can edit this one.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, you got to catch your Bears game. You got a few beers in the fridge. You ever or do you drink whiskey during the game?
0: Yeah, Make no, some I've, apple got, I got, I've got a nice glass of whiskey. Uh, not right here, but we'll uh, we'll see how it
1: goes. Do you watch the the game in its entirety, or do you ever during football games? You're like, I can't watch this, and then you just turn it off, and then you catch the recap later. Or are you the guy that sits for the entire game? You watch the whole thing.
0: My my brother. Actually harasses me about this quite a bit. He he calls me not an actual Bears fan.
1: I was, dude. I was just about to say that. What is he saying? You're not a real Bears fan. How do you call yourself a fan? You only watch the whole game. Blah 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 blah. I knew yes. that was gonna be what you were gonna say. That I'm I'm a it. I'm a partial Bears fan. <laughs> You're just a poser. You're just pretending to be. When be real fans like us, we're you know we really hurt for the team and da yeah, Which is dude. which is.
0: I I find very rich considering that I've been cheering for the bears since probably about sixth grade. Whereas he only started watching football like junior year of college. And so suddenly he, he becomes, he inherits it and it's become a very personal thing for him that I am not, I am not as committed of a fan as he is. Um, Which, you know, it's fair. I've been, I've been as somebody who has been watching the bears since 2002, 2000, whatever 20 years i've been disappointed way too many times for me like it it builds up like a callus and him as a newbie coming into it (laughs) you know he's entitled to his own opinion he's he's more than welcome to experience the disappointment that i have over the course of my (laughs) fandom of the bears so it is what it is Hated football for the longest time, and now he acts like the expert. So, <laughs> and he, uh, he you... is. And to be totally fair, he is. He's a. He has more knowledge about the Bears than I do, but that's only because he does fancy football. He doesn't. Right. Yeah. It. It just. It is what it is. But it's still one of those things. Where does he his, own
1: I mean, a Brian Urlacher uniform?
0: Uh, no. But he nope. does own. He does. But you do. Thre- he does own three it. other Bears jerseys that are from China,
1: so. <laughs> are they, uh, do they look like they're solid? Or are they, is this, is this good China quality or bad China quality? Because I feel like it can be hit or miss. Like when people say they get something from sorry, China, um... it could be really, it's orange. I already don't like it.
0: So this is, uh, sorry, obviously people can't see it. So it's like, Kinda okay. kinda looks like a real uniform. It's uh it's made in China though. Um it still has all the, the stuff on it, but I think I think he owns one legitimate NFL jersey. this is legit. This is like real NFL gear that I'm wearing right now, Brian Erlacher's
1: good old jersey that I've had for probably about ten years now, I wanna say. Well, it's uh thirty minutes to kick off, so I think we'll end it right there. There's Perfect. nothing else that you wanted to add, huh? Until next time. Until next time.